This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ Spider! Yes, oh, thank you, little John. Oh, the sirens, the crowds. Thank you guys, they're all around me. Actually, no, I'm in this office alone. We've got Vlats here with me. Shout to the whole Beat Source team and the 20 podcast team. And shout to you guys, the Beat Sorcerers. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Beat Source. Every week I tell you that. Beat Source is the new digital music service for open format DJs. We've got Beat Source Link, which gives you the ability to DJ from the cloud. You can have all your playlists and songs up in the cloud and then DJ straight out of Serato uh, on the cloud or out of some hardware or software. So many cool options. We've got amazing curators that are always updating our playlists, adding new things and helping you at your gig. So go check it out and you want a free 60 days to check it out. Use our code the 20 T-H-E two zero and you will get free 60 days. Let me know what you think. Hit me on Instagram at DJ Spider at DJ S-P-I-D-E-R or uh, find me on Twitch or Twitter or all that stuff and let me know what you think. And also make sure you rate and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. Help us keep growing the charts and uh, going up and keep the show going. So now let me tell you about our guest Today, we have got a special guest, someone that is an L.A. native, someone that has been rocking crowds for over 21 years, so you know he has paid his dues and put in that work and honed his craft. He got his start at radio in 2006 at L.A.'s legendary Power 106 and was there until 2019 when he decided to make the move to iHeartRadio's Real 92.3. He plays on syndicated morning shows like Big Boy's Neighborhood, which is probably one of the biggest uh, biggest radio shows, and also The J. Cruz Show, which is another massive show. Globalization, he is also on, which is serious radio. He's on every Saturday on the Crisco Kid block party. So these are massive shows on all of these stations. Um, he plays regularly at LA Sports Stadiums. I mean, I'm talking massive stadiums for UCLA, the Chargers at SoFi, and so much more. He's done. He does private events for people. He's done private events for Rihanna. The story he tells on here is incredible, and so much more. Um, this guy is insanely talented at DJing, at scratching, at all of it. Um, but he's also super humble, really down to earth, very smart with his business and his connections and all the moves that he's made. So uh, hearing his stories were inspirational. I think you guys are going to get a lot out of it. I'm happy we had him on the show. So please welcome DJ Fuse. We are here. It's the 20 podcast and we've got DJ Fuse in the house. Give it up, everybody. That's right. You know what? I may have hit the wrong button right there. We don't. That hey, could be applause. That could be not. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, DJ Fuse in the house. Give it up. Give hey. it up. The 20 Podcast. Man, thank you guys for having me, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks yeah, for being no, on. Like I said, like over message the other day, I'm like, it's an honor to be here. So, oh, man. thank you. Well, yeah, thank you. It's, a, it's an yeah. honor to have you on the show. Appreciate you know, super talented. DJ and someone who's just on their grind and does so many things. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. saying earlier, like, I'm trying to keep these podcasts shorter and I'm writing out the questions for you. And I'm like, this guy's done so many amazing <laughs> things. So 
um, it, it's hard when we got really talented people, you know, yeah. to um, thank you, thank you. keep it short. But yeah, and also I saw you just got married, so yeah. congrats on yeah, that. Yeah. First and foremost, um, you had to put it off for like yeah. eighteen months, right? Eighteen months. So oh my God. we actually got married two years ago, almost like what was it, November twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Uh, court, you know. So, yeah. So then we had our destination wedding planned for March 29th of 2020. Got it. So we're like like so ready to fly out to Hawaii and have our destination wedding and yeah. COVID happened and then Oh my god. So yeah, we put it on hold for 18 months and yeah, we just had something local, something very like low key, yeah. very intimate, so Right. Finally made it uh, happen. Congrats. Thank Must you. feel good. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good to just kind of like get it out of the way and it was a fun night, but now it's like time to like, you know, on and like yeah not in a bad way you know not in a bad way no like, for I know sure my wife it's, is probably listening it's but. like a, no no it's not move on it's just like it's a milestone yeah. uh stepping no, stone like, thing like, yeah you know hopefully you don't have a kid soon yes you know? yeah, yeah yeah ready to be a dad so yeah. oh man it's uh it's great it's it's a lot it's hard but it's yeah. like the biggest blessing in the whole world I'm ready for it yeah it's yeah, it's dude. great man and just to be able to like you see your kid develop into what they develop yeah. into and like even me i'm like yo you want a dj and he's like no i'm like okay i'll show you later you know and y they decide what they're yeah, into it, you it's know? always crazy because i feel like my dad always wanted me to be like uh like follow his footsteps in construction right. you know because he has his company i help him out with with it as well so yeah he always wanted me to like kind of take over but and i still help him but i'm like you know i gotta like do what i love to yeah. do you know which is music you know right so, yeah that's what i see for my son i'm like all right i'm just here to support you and like yeah. whatever you're into i'm here to facilitate it and just kind of always gonna have those dreams for our kids but at the end of the day you know yeah they're gonna do what they want to do yeah exactly which is all good you know yeah of course yeah. And, and where were you earlier today were you doing the radio yeah the so radio? i just came from uh the station uh real 92.3 right covering for vic one the morning show with a uh, big boy so yeah amazing i mean yeah. that's one of the biggest morning shows in the u.s yeah, right yeah, or yeah. beyond big boy, you know he's, he's a legend out here pretty much yeah. a legend in, in the country when it comes to radio so yep it's always cool to like get that phone call from vic and be like, yo, you gotta cover me. I'm open. Let's let's go. You know. Yeah, that's dope. I love the the partnership you have with Vic One. I see you filling in for him. Yeah, yeah. Either at sports yeah, games, a, stadiums. He was on this show, so he's yeah, a alumni, uh, the twenty. And yeah, Vic One. Vic One is a good guy. He's one of my good friends. Like, dude, he's so great. He's like yeah. great, super talented, but also really smart. So many like his approach to things, the way he broke it down on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think. Can teach people so much and he's really talented dj and he's hilarious he could be and an actor he does it all you know yeah. what i mean like when it comes to like the sports stuff in la like vic one's the guy you know yeah. what i mean he's yeah. the guy that's like pretty much running that sports scene here right. in la so so dope man and, and you do a lot of the biggest shows i mean like i was going through your stuff and i basically was like i just need to ask this guy how does it feel to dj on the biggest uh radio shows the biggest stadiums and not just like in where your hometown is like in los angeles yeah. in sort of like world class type stadiums and yeah. stations you know i mean you're a, you dj on uh the big boy show and you're filling in for vic you're yeah. also on the j crew show right yeah yeah i do um, i do the crew show again right there i'm like the utility guy so i'll come in and fill in for leslie whenever she's out okay but I, i'm on saturdays with them and um right i do a lot of yeah i do a lot of stuff for that station so it's like it's fun to like bounce around and like do the different shows it's it's fun you know and i before that i was on power you know right we can talk about later probably but, but yeah. yeah man it's it's been an honor to just be like 
just work hard and like see that like kind of like pay off and like like damn like I'm doing the stadiums too like it's it's unreal you know yeah. sometimes I gotta like pinch myself like damn like for real like I get to do all these things I used to be a bedroom DJ just like messing around like after school you yeah know? yeah I love that it's it's the best man and like I mean you've you've paid your dues though like you've been doing this over 21 years um whether it's like you said being in your bedroom yeah. or we were just talking to Edwin uh Phenom from DJ City earlier yeah. and saying how both of us used to go shopping at Rehab Records yeah. pre Serato yep. and that's a good over 15 years ago maybe 20 years Easily, ago yeah. and we're picking you know records off the walls before our gigs and yeah. like you said you're doing construction work and also DJing yeah. I was probably I don't know what I was doing, some <laughs> weird day job, and then going to DJ the bars at night. You know, yeah. we all were paying those dues a good 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. So <clears throat> it, it's cool to see it all come to fruition and to see a lot of the people in our and, – and even you and I don't even really know each other mm-hmm. and that, that well. And mm-hmm. even though we were in the same circles, I feel like. So it's cool to see all of us – Doing together, yeah, 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 and then coming together and being able to work together in these and the beat source and DJ City and the podcast. It's a beautiful thing, you know, like just coming from that like background of like, you know, the love for DJing and the turntables and the mixer, like the basics of it, and just kind of like, like I said, like I was a bedroom DJ, like not knowing what I was doing, and just kind of like learn watching like videos on YouTube and stuff, right? And um, yeah, like it's crazy to see like where it's kind of brought me, you know, and like hopefully like more things to come as well, you know? Yeah. And I love the approach of like, I think that the way that your path is in a way where you love DJing, you love music, Mm -hmm. you love the art of scratching and DJing and all that stuff. So do I, and so do a lot of DJs. Some people don't, they just got into it for other reasons or business reasons or something, which is fine. You know, nowadays, who knows, there's so many different facets of DJing, but I feel like you came from that place of just a pure love for it, and now you've taken it where you, you're you DJing in corporate environments, whether it's private events, whether it's stadiums, radio stations, you know, probably the most corporate things, but you're still able to bring your love for it exactly. um, there. And even BeatSource, you do these videos, yeah. and you're showcasing something that you're in your bedroom doing it, which is dope, yeah, yeah. and it's something, but you're getting paid to do it, which is so cool, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and you're still bringing the true art of it the forward yeah yeah the it, it always i feel like it always comes back to that you know what i mean like like you said like i'm doing like a corporate gig at even like at a store or something but yeah i'm still gonna find a way to like you know drop in some scratches some right. cuts, some like you know even bring it back here and they're just not even for like whoever's there like just for my sake you know what i mean it's totally that's what know, i try to tell people it, too like people like ask me about the radio like yo like how do you like play these songs over and over and not drive yourself crazy. I'm like, dude, I have like different ways of like having fun with it. You know, you right. got to, you know, it's like, it's DJing, like it's a job, but you got to like throw in your little, uh, your style, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, it always comes back to that. Like reminding myself of why I started, like, you know, the fundamentals of like scratching and like, you know, doing doubles and like, you know, that turntableism stuff. So it's like, it's, it's cool, you know, like it's yeah. cool to do like these dope gigs, but I always try to remind myself, like, yo, why did I get into this, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a question that we always need to ask ourselves, almost like have a sticky note, like, yeah. why are you doing this? Yes. You know, like, why'd you get into this? And are you are you work, are you you work? doing something you love right now? Exactly. And, and that's the thing. When people complain about, oh, well, it's just a corporate gig, or I'm just doing the radio, or uh-huh. it's like you can still bring the parts that you yes. love to that. And that's Got what to. people say to me about clubs, like, don't you get sick of it? And, like, yes, I understand that 
cynical part of it, but also I can find something I love within all of it no matter what because I love DJing. I love scratching. I can bring in cool mixes that I like and make myself happy. And even when Z-Trip was on, he was like, I do one for me, two for them, you know, and things like that where there's ways to still. You got to find ways to, like, make it fun and, like, you know, because at the end of the day, it's a job. You know, you're playing, like, certain songs. It's like you can't play everything you want unless you have that, like, perfect gig. But yeah, you just got to find those, like, special ways to, like, like keep yourself like entertained in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and so, um, what's your like? It sounds like at ninety two three, you're yeah. DJing on a bunch of shows from Big Boy to J Cruise to other things. Yeah. Um, what's like your role there? If you had to describe it, I mean, obviously, yeah. A DJ, so but. I mean, I came in there in uh, twenty nineteen, and um, they put me on the weekends uh, with okay. a crew show. So that was kind of like my only role at the time, right? But then the pandemic hit, and um, I actually got more work oh, okay. when the pandemic hit, which is like a blessing, right? I know. Because a lot of people God. lost their jobs, but yeah. somehow like I ended up like doing more work. Um, so I, I started doing even like some production, like putting shows together. Oh, dope. So I do a little bit of everything there, to be wow. honest, like stuff that I wasn't doing like at my pre- previous uh, radio job. So it's still kind of- What do you do the, for the production? Like what- So I like kind of like engineer the shows, like, oh, cool. like I'll get like the talk breaks and then like- like I'll like put the mixes together and then like I'll add sweepers and I just kind of like compress the final mix and yeah. like master the levels and make right. it sound like, like good, like a final product, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So for some of our like tape shows. So nice. So I do that. I do like radio basement with E-Rock on Saturday nights. Right. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to E-Rock. Shout out to E-Rock. Um, yeah. And um, I put some other shows together that, that air on Saturday mornings. Um, cover like Vic one whenever he's out cover Leslie uh amen when whenever he's out so yeah i'm just yeah. kind of like the utility guy man i do a little bit of everything you know dope dope yeah um yeah you know it's funny the basement thing is i used to like when i was in college i had a radio show called the basement uh, it was with two s's it was like t-h-e-b-a-s-s-m-e-n-t and then so, when i so e-rock copied you <laughs> <laughs> not saying that but <laughs> but it was funny because that was like my thing like from mid 90s you know all the way through and then i started an online radio station i had the basement.com yeah. for a really long time oh, dope. and then over time as i kind of started doing more with djing that i i stopped doing the online radio station because at the time it was like i was broadcasting on live 365 it's yeah. like you're plugging in like a modem it was wow. not ready for that yeah. world but so it's so cool to see later on now where e-rock so, so just coincidentally, like, yeah. took, you know, has I mean, that the, name. there's even like the, the basement with Big Tigger on BET. That yeah. Was like people a, like used to be like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So but it's, it's so like, dope it's to used, see yeah. where he's he's taken it and like yeah. now to see all you guys doing it. And yeah, it's just it, funny because that's still like my login email on my uh, iCloud <laughs> because, you know, like it never lets you change yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like DJ Spider at the basement. Every day you're like, I don't own the website anymore. Yeah. Every day it's like a reminder of like, oh, damn, what I used to do 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's dope. So it's cool that you can float around, do that, and then sort of like hone your skills and utilize your skills, your production yeah, skills, your DJ yeah. skills, and whatever they need you for. Yeah, I'm always open to like trying new things, you know. So when like that's they told great. me like, "Yo, do you want to put some shows together for some extra money?" I'm like, "Yes, let's yeah. do that." Like, I'm getting a little older. I'm not doing too much of the clubs anymore, so I'm like, "Let's let's try something different." You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I like it. You know, I've always like put like mega mixes together over the years on pro tools, like tracking everything out. So I'm like, right. I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. I still got a lot of things to learn. So it's like, it's cool, you know, to just dive into like different parts of the game. You know, it's not right. just all playing the records, you know, there's different aspects to, to everything. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
And how'd you get into radio? Like, I know you guys were mentioning this battle. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, how did it all start? So, yeah, like I said, I was just a bedroom DJ uh, back then in um, 06. I was always listening to Power, you know, because, you know, I, I was like a of big course. fan of Koki. Yeah, same. It was one of my big inspirations. Um, you know, Mr. Chalk, Reflex, E-Man, all, all those guys, you know, yep. were, were killing it. So I was just like a guy, like, playing in my room and then, like, listening to these guys. And then, like, one day, Big Boy was like, yo, like, so we have this contest coming up. Uh, you guys have heard of American Idol, um, but we're doing something called Power Mixer Idol. Yeah. So for all you guys that have ever, like, wanted to be a power DJ, like, here's your, your chance. Like, right. make a 10-minute mix, submit it by the deadline, and, um, yeah, if we like it, we'll put you on and um, we'll see what happens, you know? So right. I thought about it. I'm like, okay, like, I'm, I'm kind of decent. I'm not, like... I'm not whack. I'm not doing like clubs. I'm not really spinning anywhere, but let's try it. So I waited till literally the last day I sent my FedEx in with my mix and um, I thought nothing of it. I'm like, okay, like if they hear it, they hear it. No big deal. At least I tried, you know, I yeah. know that like deep down I tried. Yeah. And then, yeah. So like what they started doing is every, every morning they would like play like three or four of the mixes and they would like go in on them. Like, yo, like, E-Man, let's play this one mix from like, so-and-so from this city and they would like like clown on the djs you know oh, wow <laughs> and i'm like oh one of these days are gonna play mine they're gonna like totally like clown on me and i used to work with my cousins at the time so i'm like they're all gonna hear it on the radio it's gonna be like a mess but <laughs> no so they did that for like a month and um one day they're like all right so we're gonna narrow it down to like six finalists uh the first one uh dj fuse from santa Ana. i'm like what the hell i was at work like at my day job and my cousins were like, what? Like, that's you? I'm like, yeah, that's me. So, yeah, it was it was crazy. And then I got a call from E-Man the next day. He's like, yo, congrats. Like, you're officially a, a, a finalist in the contest. Wow. So he's like, now you got to come into the studio and drop a five-minute set, like, during my show. I'm like, oh, wow. So, yeah. So I did crazy. that. And uh, I ended up, like, doing, like, good. Like, out of all six, I got, like, a 27 out of, like, 30. Because it was three judges. It was okay. fairly E-Man and Mr. Chalk, and they each judge me on, like, a scale of 1 to 10. Right. And, uh, yeah, I got a 27 out of 30, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, then the next round was, like, the top three uh, went on to, like, this battle they had at Six Flags Magic Mountain. Right. And it was, like, going to be a live broadcast and everything with, like, listeners. And, um, yeah, so then I show up at Six Flags with my with my vinyl, right, because – I didn't have Serato yet, you know? Like, yeah. I didn't have the money for a laptop yet. I was, you know, I was, I was like, 20 years old. I was still a kid, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, like, all these other guys, like, had, like, Scratchy, DJ Scratchy, Shout Scratchy, and Mike Danger. Uh, they all had their uh, Serato. Um, they were all in it, Mike Danger and Scratchy? <laughs> yeah, they were oh, the other two finalists. Homies. Amazing. Yeah, so then it's me, like, pulling up with my, like, crates of records. I've never seen Mike Danger battle. <laughs> yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's dope. And I yeah. used to, I mean, he's always up on, like, the newest hip-hop and everything. Yeah. He's cool. And scratchy, cool too. Guy. Like, he's, he's yeah. scam artist. You know, he's a big name, too. Yeah. Oh, I've so seen Scratchy scratch. He was so that. dope. And I'm like, I was so intimidated because I'm like, these guys are on Serato. Like, these guys, like, are, yeah. like, on something new that I haven't even, like, tested before. Wow. I'm just very limited to whatever I That's bought so in my, my record That's so interesting that bag. it was that time of the where Serato was was coming into the scene, yeah. but you were they were on it and you weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I even have that photo where it's like I have my records and then like Scratchy's in the back and he has like Serato set up on the side. Crazy. It was just it was just funny. Like, but I mean somehow yeah. I ended up pulling it off and I ended up winning. You know, there wow. was a little bit of controversy just because I think <laughs> Scratchy like like played some more like cool stuff. 
But then, like, I think the judges were probably like, well, Fuse was limited, and he still kind of, like, rocked it, you know? Okay. So, yeah, I ended up winning that, and that's kind of, like, how I met E-Man and Chalk and Fally, and um, eventually, like, I was able to submit demos and, like, finally, like, get a job there, you know? Because at first it was just, like, a prize of $2,000 for a guitar center and um, oh, okay. and uh, a one-time, like, slot, a one-time, like, guest set with Siphon Deluxe on Saturday nights. Right. But that was it. Okay. So then, like, after, like, a while, I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, it was cool to win a contest, but, like, like my dream has always been to be a power mixer and finally, like. That's so dope. Winning on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So that's kind of how, like, it started, you know? That's great. Yeah. yeah, it's things like that that can really propel you to the next level with even your motivation or confidence or your actions where you're like, okay, I'm going to enter the contest not think anything of it but like you said then you're like okay i won now yeah. it's time to take it to the next level and i try to tell kids like a lot you know what i mean it's like yeah if you really want to do like whatever it is like be a radio dj be like a club dj like, yeah just have a big name or whatever like you're trying to do like just go for it man like you just never know right you know what i mean it's like when there's these like contests like that like different companies are putting out like just go for it like it's yeah. fun if you don't get picked like i thought i wasn't gonna get picked you know i, th- I just did it for fun and right it's like you never know, man. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, you're trying to get known. What the, do you have to No, lose? the contests are some of the best ways. Some of the, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's kind of my story as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I entered a con, I, but the funny thing is I, I entered a contest. I won that helped me same kind of thing, propel yeah. me to the next level, inspire me to then push forward and do things. But I had also won a few other contests before that. That never led to anything. And, mm-hmm. and I, but I didn't let that discourage me in a way. I just, it sort of did what you said. It, it lowered my expectations where when I entered that BPM contest, it was for BPM magazine uh-huh. and it was like Mark Ronson picks your, the yeah. best mixtape thing. And I s- did the same thing. I just made my, be- my, a mix I thought was dope. Sent it in and just forgot about it and was like, whatever. And then when yeah. they called me, I was like, whoa. You like, forgot I, about it kind yeah, of. Right? Yeah, I lowered my expectations because I had been winning these Scion contests before and they would just like have me open for Biz Marquee RIP uh-huh. or, or open yeah, yeah. for Pete Rock or something, which was really dope. But then it would just fade away into nothing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what was the, I put so much work into that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's it's always important to just put yourself out there. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you um, just got to step you out of your comfort zone. nothing to lose. Yeah. Like, even if you do horrible or people do make fun of you on the radio, who cares? You know, like, just At the end it. of the day, yeah, it's like we're our own biggest critic, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're always going to be, like, critical of ourselves. But at the yeah. end of the day, it's like, just, just go for it, man. Like, And try we're our own new. biggest obstacle, too. Yeah, like, man. the critic, we, we stop ourselves, yeah. you know? And it's like... What, what's going to happen? You're not going to die. Even if you make the worst mix and everyone's like, that right, sucks, right, right. you're still going to go eat food and hang and like do the same it's things like you the were going to do. The day's going to end and like yeah. tomorrow's a new day and yeah. like you're going to forget about it. It's like, right. just, just do it. You know, you only live once. As corny as it sounds, like, yeah. Go in, man. Like, yeah. Take your shot. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. know. And, and as hard as it feels to like break through that, like, I don't know, I'm nervous or I don't, you know, yeah. I, I don't deserve this or whatever. You just. Uh. And, and trust through. me, I still go, I still go through that like now. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm kind of like an awkward dude, like deep down. You know what I mean? Like if I feel right. comfortable around people, like I'll, I'll talk and I'm all good. But like sometimes, like if I don't know someone, I'm kind of like quiet and shy. So like it's like kind of like held me back from like networking, like for some right. like, things in the past. But like you know, like here and there, I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Like let, let me just go out there yeah. and like slap some hands and like totally. It always leads to something, even always. if it's not like 
like a week or two later, like down the road, at least to something. So yeah, just do it. Man. No, it's true. Yeah. yeah. The more people you kind of know and just get to know. And, yeah. and like you said, people I've met 10 years ago and then it comes back around full circle yeah. later, you know, you, yeah, yeah. you don't know. And, and exactly. You're the only one over analyzing yourself exactly. more than your everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. What a good story. I mean, that's, that's amazing. So inspirational. And then, so from there you were on, so I know that took a while, but then led to you being on power and getting an actual job after a yeah, while. Yeah, so. And then you were on power forever. I mean, I've heard, I heard you on there driving around yeah. my whole, <laughs> just for, <laughs> forever, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. At so. least my whole son's life, you know, yeah. but, um, but yeah, so, so you did that, then moved to 92.3 right before the pandemic, like you were mentioning, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was at power pretty much from... December of 07 to wow. uh, June of 2019. That's crazy. Yeah, and then there was some changes that happened. Like uh, the crew show uh, ended up moving to uh, 92.3. Right. And, um, yeah, when they left, I was kind of, like, like filling in, like, for the morning show. So I was, like, spending a lot of, like, like work time with them, you know? So yeah. I was like, man, like, like, you know, maybe I should, like, see what's up and try to go with them. But it didn't work out, you know? Like, um, they, they moved and I stayed – I was like trying to figure out if I was gonna like, like be a part of the the new morning show. Right. Um, but yeah, then like things didn't work out the way I was kind of hoping. Yeah. And um, yeah, when it didn't work out for me, like to be like the morning show guy, like I'm like, shout out to Charisma. She ended up uh, coming back and she got the slot. After that, I'm like, you know what? Like, Wait, who did? Charisma. Did oh Charisma. yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, she's dope. The homegirl. And then um, yeah, after that, I'm like, you know what? Like, let me talk to. My friends, you know, the crew show, like, let's see what's good, you know? Yeah. So actually they reached out to me. They're like, yo, like, what's up? You know, like, like, are you like trying to like do something different? Like, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's change it up. You know what I mean? I've been yeah. here for a long time. Um, let's do it. You know, let's, let's see what's up. Let's, let's yeah. talk, you know, yeah. let, let me talk to your guys' boss and let's see what's good, you know? And it was so weird for me. Cause I'm like, I had been at power for like 13 years or 12 years or whatever. So I'm like, damn, it's, it's, I feel like I grew up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like moving somewhere else, I'm like. I was so like, not opposed to it, but I was just like, man, this is all I know, dude. I it know. was so weird, you know what I mean? But so weird. Yeah. I remember I went and got a tour of ninety two three, and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm gonna like actually like come work over here. Like, what if someone sees me and like they go and tell my bosses that power? It was right. just like weird, but I'm sure. But no, nah, it it was cool. Like, I loved it. Like, I loved like being able to like come back and like still be affiliated, be affiliated to the crew show and like, yeah, still rock with them and like Cruz and Jeff, man, they've always had my back. So always good people. So like, you know, I was just excited to like come back and like be a part of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. And, and have you like, is there any lessons you've learned over the years being in radio or in corporate DJing settings? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like there's so many rules when it comes to like, like programming on radio, you know, it's like, you know, like more than ever, like kids have yeah. that like short attention span. So it's I like know. they want to like hear what they want to hear, you know. So we have like different formulas of like the records we got to play, like different things we got to hit. Right. But yeah, it's kind of like giving me that like more mentality of like I got to play what like people want as opposed to like just play like what I want. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I always try to find that balance of like, okay, let me do my style, my scratches, like my uh, turntableism in a sense. Yeah. And just kind of blended in with that programming that like I've learned like thanks to radio, you know? Right. So yeah, that's one of the, like the biggest things I've learned is like knowing what to play and when to play, you know? Yeah. As opposed to just playing like five new records back to back to back. It's like, no, like you got to like program it with like something that's like 
like a strong record, you know what I mean? Yeah, something that will what like suck them in or keep them uh, anchored to it, it. Exactly. Even if they hear new sounds yeah. around it. Yeah, it as almost, club club DJs know it too. You know, it's like you play your strong record, and then like you go into like something new, and then you back it up with like you know like a throwback from like ten years ago that still yeah. works. It's like you know, it's like right. It's kind of like that, you know. In the yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. You got to like keep them in orbit. Like you're like yeah, okay, dude. they might go a little farther in and out, but you yeah, keep yeah. them keep it's them like, in go, your go grab zone. your drink. You know, yeah. but come back because I just played a hit. You know, it's right? Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that. That's good advice. Um, and like, what about you know? You've been on so many shows and yeah. in so many situations. Have you had any funny run-ins with celebrities or artists or any crazy things happen over the years? Um, you know what? Like, not necessarily like run-ins, but something like really cool that happened. It yeah. was in like twenty two thousand nine, actually. Okay. I was uh I was actually in Vegas just like out for the weekend like just having right. fun. And then um I get a call from uh DJ Reflex. Mm-hmm. Uh he was at Power at the time. Right. And he's like, "Hey, um so um he, you know, he worked with like Kanye and Rihanna. Yeah. He's at like the time. I'm flying Rihanna's plane and uh, Kanye's yeah, the co-pilot." Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he hit me up. He's like, "Yo, so so I guess Rihanna heard you on the radio the other day like on Power." I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, she heard you and um she was like 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 I like how this guy's mixing i'm like okay so i guess like she wanted me to like dj at her uh birthday party that was coming up like in a few days oh wow but he's like but you're in vegas like can you can you come back it's in beverly hills i'm like dude well i'm not coming back to like monday he's like well dude it's rihanna i'm like i'm there <laughs> so like that was like one of the craziest things just knowing that like rihanna first of all was listening to the radio and second of all like she liked how I was mixing and she wants me to DJ her party. So she liked it so much to the point where she reached out. Like, like bro, like not, how many times have you just listened to someone and been like, that was dope. And then turn yeah, it off and just like, keep, yeah, move on with huge. your life. I was like, what? Like Rihanna, like, and she was so hot at the time. Like, like I know she was like working with Calvin Harris and like stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, that's probably like one of the highlights. That's so of my dope. Career. So yeah, did dude, you go do the birthday? I went and did the birthday. How uh, was it? I, I opened up, um, it was me and Reflex, and uh, I can't remember who else did it, but um, yeah, it was a Beverly Hills thing. Uh, I opened up, and um, yeah, from there, like she booked me a few more times, like for some private like events. Dope. And, um, yeah, it was just cool to like, I'm like, damn, like I'm DJing for Rihanna right now. I'm not DJing like her concerts or nothing like that. I'm not a tour DJ, but I'm over her here DJing for like thing. one of the biggest stars in the world. So it's amazing, and it all came from like radio, like just being on the air one day, right. and, like doing my regular mix show, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. She seems like she's a fan of DJs. Like she understands the whole yeah. everything about it, and like she, culture. And she's and music. so down to earth too. Yeah. You know? Like just being there, I'm like, I thought she was gonna be more like, you know, like a little stuck up, more on that like right. Hollywood stuff. But nah, she was like super down to earth. She's like, You need anything? Like you need anything to drink? Like I'm like, No, I'm good. Like, don't worry about it. Like it like I'll be fine, you know. But she was so sweet, like taking photos, it's just just whatever and like during like my set she was even like tweeting and her friends were like tweeting, like, Oh, DJ Fuse has it lit right now and like like, that was just, like, That's so cool, so you know? dope. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, like, from Rihanna, I didn't expect that, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and uh, and so, you know, we spoke about 92.3 and Power, your past yeah. there. And you also, and we talked about Radio Basement a bit, yeah. um, which was on 92.3 and with E-Rock yeah. and them. Um, but you also are on Sirius Radio yeah. every week on Globalization yeah. every Saturday as well. Every Saturday, shout out to Crisco Kid. So I'm, I'm on Saturdays, yeah. Shout out to Phenom, giving me yeah. my shot. I was turning in, like, a bunch of mixes and guest Dope. mixes, and I'm like, yo, bro, I want to be a part of the team, man. And, um, yeah, finally put me on, and it's fun, you know. Like, 
I was just talking to one of the guys earlier. It's like, it's different. Cause so what's different about that? It, there's more freedom, you know, like okay. you get to really shine as a DJ, like play some edits, drop some acapellas. Yeah. Play like some Latin music, some like top right. 40, like you can like pretty much like take it anywhere, you know, yeah. I mean? like really have fun with it as like right. in a DJ sense, you know, yeah. as opposed to like when I'm on real, which I still find like, find it really fun. Like, but it's more of the urban format. So like, it's more of like, you know, like the urban hits, you know? Right. So like on, on serious, you, you get to really like have fun and like, my homie has like a dope remix of like that one hit. Like I get to play, it, you know. It's right, like, right. You get to get in your bag for sure. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be the straight up in rotate heavy rotation exactly. four tracks. Get back to it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, yeah, I do that every Saturday. Saturday, uh, one p.m. Pacific. Dope, and that's Crisco. the Crisco Block Party. Crisco Kid Block pa- nice. Party. Yep. <clears throat> I've been. Uh, I've I've done. I think two guest mixes on there before. Oh no. Um. Yeah, I did it live, like in the in the studio. It was yeah, so much yeah. Fun. yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I can't wait till they open the studios back <clears throat> up and yeah, drop some sets, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I had fun just going in there, just playing a mix. I came up with the crate, like you said. I they I really got to get open and play all types of old, new, this, yeah, that, yeah. remixes. It kind of reminds me of like the vibe that like uh, Siphon Deluxe used to have on yeah. on like Friday afternoons on Power back in the right. day. Where it was just like. Yeah, that was one it's of my like, favorite mixes I ever got to do in my life was the um, 12 Days of Mix Miss. Uh, oh, up in the club? I, yeah, I got yeah, to do that dude. in, what, 2006 or yeah, 2007? That. that was, like, one of the – I was – It was, like – it was the One of the most year. nervous I've ever been in my life, but also the most fun. Uh, it was the same year that – was it the same year AM? I think it was that? the year after. Maybe it was – I think it was the year after okay. AM. Because I think AM did it, and it became the biggest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the next year, I think they had a few of us on, like me yeah, and I remember, Fashion I remember and a few people. Then, yeah. I think. I, I got to – yeah, but people still hit me about that mix. Like, that yeah, mix dude. got me gigs and things and yeah. fans and people hitting me. like the, And it's still up on my mix cloud and SoundCloud yeah, and all yeah. that. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Like, it's um, it's kind of that vibe. You know, we try to, like – but yeah, they got to get open and just have yeah, fun, yeah, and yeah. them on the mic too. And like Crisco Kids, so much fun on the mic, and like yeah. Big Siphon Deluxe were so much fun on the mic. It's just a fun vibe overall, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like fun music. We try to keep it upbeat and just yeah, man. It's 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 a different vibe, you know? A right good vibe for sure. Yeah. What's like uh, some music that you're feeling like lately, either from radio stuff or from there, or just from your own life? Um, you know what? Like, and I'm not just saying this because it's Pitbull Station, but I yeah. really like. Uh, I feel good. Is is like current single. Yeah, and it's crazy because I, I play it out like at the football games or wherever I'm DJing, right. and it gets a really good reaction. It and does. I, I feel like it's still kind of like building. It's still kind of like in the early it stages. It is still building. But it, I but agree. But like I always see that reaction, so I like that track. You um, know, I can tell too. Um, my kid was singing it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> I catchy. was at home and he's like, and I feel good. Dun, dun, no, dun, no, dun, no, no. And I was like, oh, you know that song? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, where do you hear? He's like, I heard it on the radio. It was in mom's car. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, you yeah. know it's growing if my kid just heard it and not from me. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that, dope. That, I love to see that. Yeah, I remember Phenom playing it for me like yeah, yeah, yeah. before it even came yeah, that's, out. That's, really. a, that's a hit right there, you know? I love it. And it's dope to see it from the, the boss, you know? But yep. I also like a lot of like you know like LA sounding like like records you know what I mean yeah. so like I like YG's uh, uh, sign language we're playing yeah. that on on real um, Dom Kennedy's LAX like yeah end of the day I'm like it goes back to like me being like a West Coast I mean I grew up over here you know yeah like in the LA area I mean actually in Santa Ana but I was born in LA right but I always it always LA, comes back yeah. to like that whole like West Coast sound that like I always yep. gravitate towards too so like yeah Dom Kennedy L- uh, LAX and like yg stuff roddy rich like 
We'll right. find out all that stuff, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Who were some of your DJ inspirations growing up here in Santa Ana and growing up uh, in LA? Yeah, so like honestly, like like when I first started like 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 messing around and got my stuff, like um I was just messing around. I was just doing whatever, you know. I yeah. wasn't really like but then like when I like started learning more about like the, the DJ culture, like I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Like they have mix shows on power. Like let me let me tune in. Yeah. So then I started like listening more to like Saturdays like reflex was on um koki like koki was the one that like really like stood out to me yeah he was like i don't know man like he's like to me he's like one of the most talented djs i've ever heard right he's so like, clean with the juggles like, it and, almost like, sounds like the scratches is that real? i'm like yeah. i'm like dude i want to like sound like that guy one day you know so yeah koki uh mr chalk like was so clean yep. with it um dj ron shout out to dj ron yep. um he's on, on globalization as well oh, yeah Legend. Um, yeah, so those are, like, the three guys that, like, I really looked up to, like, when I first started, you know? That's dope. Like, I want to be like them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, man. And then um, and then later on, like, you know, like, cats like DJ Ever, like, he was a big, like, inspiration. Like, he's so clean with it. Like, his yeah. cats are, like, pff, another level. Well, shit, um, you, do, you do sound like them in, in your own sense. You sound like yourself, but I can tell everybody you named, it, like you said, yeah. the word to describe it, I guess the best word is clean. Like you said, they're all, that's how yeah. I would think of their styles. Besides being dope and knowing all these yeah. things, they're very clean with it. Like they, they, it almost is like, damn, how are you so perfect mm -hmm. at getting the scratches down? And also they're tasteful with yeah. how much they add in the scratches and the yeah. doubles to the point where it, it keeps it very musical. Yeah. And it's not like, get ready to look at me at this part. It's just like the whole time they're doing impressive things, but it's subtle in a way where it's like, not. Like the timing of it has got to be like on point too. Yeah, like and not, it's not, not in your face. Like, look at me. It's just like everything's dope and pieced yeah. together yeah, in this yeah. intricate puzzle. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like, you know, you try not to copy, you know, you try to have your own style, yeah. but like, obviously like we all looked up to someone when we first started yeah, and I course. feel like, like those three or four guys that I named, like, I feel like I have like certain little things from each one that like I've incorporated to my sets over the years, you know, yeah. like, so yeah, man. And like, it's funny because like I get kids that like, like send me videos and like, they try to scratch like me. I'm like, oh, dude, that's like so crazy. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm like, I used to like, be just like you 21 years ago, you know, I like know. trying to like sound like yeah. these guys that I hear, you know, so it's, it's a pretty cool feeling, you know? I know. No, yeah. I remember when I met E-Man, I was like, how are you so clean with yeah. the scratches? Like I've listened to you at seven in the morning right. and it's like perfection. Right. And I'm like, I could, I like, I think about myself. Could I go on the radio at six forty in the morning and do Eat a lot that? of coffee, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Yeah. A lot of coffee. Like, that's nuts, but oh yeah, I was listening to uh, my buddy actually sent me a, a mix that E Man did on Power like back in like '97. Yeah, and I was like just listening to that on the way home the other day. I'm like, dude, like that was like a reminder of like why I started DJing, just right. like going in on the doubles, like bringing it back, like scratching. Yeah. It was just like so much fun. I'm like, that's why so I started dope. DJing in the first place. You know? Totally, yeah. yeah, same. Growing up here and just listening to Power all the time yeah. in my car and my friends' cars and yeah. just being like. Hearing the actual DJing, and then of course Friday night flavors. I would yeah. always I'd listen every week. I could, you know, yeah, hell yeah. try to record it. <laughs> that, that's the cool thing about LA too. You know, it's like the the music is so like spread out. You know, like I grew yeah. up with a lot of La I'm Mexican, so right. You know, I grew up with like cumbias playing like on Saturday mornings and like yeah. banda and stuff. So like here and there, I'll do a wedding, and I'm like, I can play all that stuff because I grew up with it. You know, right? What I mean? And then like I can play the the West Coast hip hop stuff, and then like. The top 40, like, yeah. 
the reggaeton. Like, you know, it's like, it's cool yeah. to be like out in a city where like so many like different like music genres are like popular. You know? Right. Yeah, and yeah, to yeah. grow up and then it's all part of you. And then you're like, alternative I can rock, DJ you know? from yeah. Rihanna's birthday party to like, you know, like yeah, you said, dude. just any kind of event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the cool thing about being like from out here is like, it's so, uh, so much culture, you know? Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. That's dope. And then have you had any like nightmare gigs on the radio or in stadiums where something went wrong yes. and you're like, holy shit. Yes. <laughs> what? Like what? Uh, working with uh, Big Boy, actually. Oh, no. So this is like 2000. I want to say it's like 2011 or so. Yeah. So I'm covering the morning show mm -hmm. uh, for E-Man, uh, Big Boy's Neighborhood. Right. Mm. And uh, I think it was like Tupac's like birthday or, or something like that, right? Yeah. So then the board op comes over and tells me like, hey, Fuse, uh, so it's Tupac's birthday. So um, like drop some Pac. So a lot of people don't know this, but at Power at the time we were using like a, like a, like one laptop for everybody. We all, we all had our own logins. Oh, wow. Uh, so we all had kind of like the same libraries. Crazy. So <clears throat> uh, I was kind of limited to what I had in my account. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Let me tap into E-Man's like library. I know he has a, a little more music because he's on every day. Yeah. So I went on there and grabbed some like Tupac files, you know? Right. Like super clean files or whatever. And then like, so I started playing two of America's Most Wanted or whatever. And then like out of nowhere... The song just like stops. It just like it just the song was still playing, but like the file was like corrupted or something. Right. And then like the wave on the file just like went away. Yeah. And I'm oh like, no. what the hell? So then like Big Boy gets on gets on the intercom and is like, what the hell was that? I'm like, dude, I don't know, I don't know. So I just kind of like went into like whatever record I was queuing on the left side, oh God. and like I just like switched it over. But it was like a good five to ten seconds of me just like, like what's going on? Yeah, you know what I mean? And, I finally clicked. I'm like, you know what? Let me just play whatever is on the left side and um, let's keep it moving. But yeah, Big Boy was not happy at all. I'm like, oh Big, God. like. Well, because also, how could you know? You're looking at the waveform. You're thinking maybe I no, just I'm, don't know. Yeah, I'm hear over it. here. I'm over here it's queuing so up the. Yeah, you know, like, you don't. You try not to rely on the waveform so much as a DJ. So I was yeah. like over here, like, just queuing up the record on my headphones. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I should have previewed the track, you know, all that. But yeah, it was just like a nightmare because, like, oh, no. Big Boy was, like, not happy about that. He was like, what was that? Like, that's not cool. I'm like, I'm sorry, it wasn't my fault. Right, it's Kind of was, but yeah, I'm like, it happened, you know? Yeah. And then, like, I try to apologize, and it was just, like, like one of those moments where I'm like, dude, I'm going to get fired. Like, or I'm never coming back here to cover E-Man again, you know? Right. Um, oh. But no, I came back, and it yeah. was all good, but that's probably one of, like, the most, like... Oh, dude, that's a nightmare. My heart dropped, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You're just, like, sweating instantaneously. Dude, and it's big boy, you know? It's like... Of course. It's not like I'm on Saturday, like, at 3 in the morning, right. like, nobody's listening. It's it's big boy, you oh know? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's crazy, the one laptop thing. That would actually be good now with BeatSource because everyone could have their own account. Yeah. And they could just log in, and then it could be their own crates. Yeah, dude. little you plug know, now, for BeatSource right yeah, there. Yeah, now it's like... <laughs> There's different ways to get around it, you know. There was this other time where, like, I was DJing a bar and um, uh, some drunk girl got on stage and like she like totally like hit my laptop and it fell and it broke. Oh so no! Then, like the freaking club was like just like what's going on, you know? <laughs> Until like the opening DJ came over and was nice enough to like yo use mine. So things like that, you know, are the two things that like stick out. That's like, the thing with these laptops, man. Like yeah. it's get, I st I love it. I love DJing on Serato. Um, but more and more I'm like, I'm bringing this crazy expensive laptop yeah. to this place. That's like so dangerous all it's the like time. You gotta be careful. It's like, 
You know, like you I have know. all these random ass people that come on stage and you don't want to be a party pooper either and be like, no, like, exactly. don't come up here. Yeah. You want people to have a good time. But you're like, this time. is my whole life. Like, I yeah, got to use this, like this my, in you know? five hours at another gig or yeah, something. Yeah, dude. It's like, this is how I make my money, you know? Yeah. So, I yeah, know. that's that was like a nightmare as well. I had to buy a new one. Oh. Um, the bar kind of like told me they were going to help me buy a new one, but they didn't. Oh, God. All good, you know? It's just that sucks. Things that happen. And, yeah. You know, it's like you learn from it, you know? I know. So now, like, I'm extra careful. Like, sometimes I'll even, like, tape my laptop to the stand. So, like, in case it, like, tilts back, like, it won't yeah. fall back, you know? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about having kids. So, having kids even crazier than being in a club with your laptop. So yeah. <laughs> Last night, my son's throwing things, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what was that sound? He's like, it was your computer. I'm oh, like, no. Man. I look at my computer. Like, just on this computer. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. But it had totally fallen off this thing. Oh, and, like... Man. I was like, yo, what are you doing? Well, you know uh, what? I don't have kids yet. I know it's going to be crazy when I have kids, <laughs> but luck. I do have three cats. Oh, they okay. can be crazy. Like, just the other day, I was recording the mix. Yeah. And my cat just decided to walk right over my Yeah, they my like the table. warmth of it or something. So then, like, she, like, tapped on the loop button. So then, oh, like, no. the, the song started looping, like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> So I had to go back and, like, press stop. and like No, because you were recording a radio mix? I was recording oh, a radio mix. On, so I'm cat. like, dude, I'm like, Monica, like. Like, chill out. Like, what are you doing? Like, there's nothing up here for you, like, on this. And knowing DJ her, table, she know? probably did on purpose, right? Like, yeah, she probably did on purpose. She probably wanted her trees. I've like, had cats before. Yeah. <laughs> They're not nice. Yeah, bro. They weren't nice to me. They liked my wife more. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm feeding you. I'm hanging out with you all day. They'd just be like. Hey. Yeah, they're, they're, they can be like, you know, yeah. very cold hearted, you know. Hell. Um well, yo, so speaking of uh, my little beat source uh, plug in there, but it's the truth. I think that, that, you know, that's the cool thing about having the different accounts. But you, um, another thing you do is these 20 year view yeah. uh, videos for beat source where you take songs that are 20 years apart yeah. and you put them together into these DJ routines. Yeah. And they're incredible. I mean, Thank like you. I've said before, like just the thought that's put into it is uh-huh. dope. The, the wordplay, the. The connections of the songs, um, the connection of just the sounds and how they go together, and then your scratches and all that is, like, so dope. So, you know, first of all, like, how do you come up with the ideas to even start and execute it? Yeah, like, you know, like, I'm very limited to, like, with what I can use, you know what I mean? Like, I go on the charts and I see, like, okay, like, there's these 20 songs that were popping. Like, right away, I'm like, okay, like, Jagged Edge, Where the Party At, or Dr. Dre next episode, like, those are like no brainer hits, yeah. you know, that were popping at the time. So I'm like instantly like, I'm like, all right, I, I can use this. Yeah. And like, I have the acapella, I have the, you know, like, right. so I, I kind of start thinking about ideas of how to like make edits and stuff. So, so yeah, like the, the ideas just start flowing, you know? And I, I think like making jump off mixes for power back in the day, like right. kind of like got me in that zone where like, I'm kind of like prepared to like, all right, like think about like how to make an edit. So yeah. So, like, I started doing that, and then there's, like, new records where, like, the new records get incorporated. Like, I feel like it's more limited because, right, you know, like, the music has changed a lot. You know, like, the music back then, like, I feel like was a little more creative, and now it's, like, a little more watered down. So, like, yeah, it's it's a challenge to, like, kind of, like, all right, how am I going to blend this, like, current record with, like, like Nelly Ride With Me from 20 years ago or whatever, yeah. you know? So, it's definitely challenging, but, like, like I said, like, I, I find ways, you know, I'm, like, I can loop this and, like, do some wordplay with it or like scratch this in and juggle this like dope record that came out 20 years ago. So yeah, it's, it, it, it's definitely more like brainstorming than actually like 
time recording it. You know what right. I mean? But it's fun. Like whenever I'm done with it, I'm like, you know what? Like so rewarding, like seeing the comments and like people like reposting it and saying like, oh, that was dope. Like I can't wait for the next one. I'm like, dude, it's it's so much fun. You yeah. Know? Shout out to Phenom, you know, and Styles. Like, man, like thank you for the opportunity. It's been like three years that I've been doing those. So it's been fun, man. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, and man. I love the tribute videos too, like the Kobe one, the DMX oh, thank one. You, thank you. Yeah. I, I love that you're using, you know, the D, the art of DJing, but you know, for like those amazing yeah you know me like you know i'm not much of a like guy that gets on the mic or like has a lot of personality when it comes to like you know rocking a gig you know but yeah yeah, i'm like i gotta think of ways to like express myself and show my talent and like in different ways you know so yeah when like different things happen like in the world like i try to like okay like it's someone's birthday like let me come up with something you know or like when kobe passed i'm like that was very unfortunate but i'm like damn like this is like one of my freaking like idols right here that right. i grew up watching i'm like i gotta pay some sort of tribute you know yeah and like that was something very cool that came from something obviously very negative yeah but yeah i try to just kind of like come up with these routines and like post these videos and like they usually do well and like shout out to like my followers that show me love you know because it's yeah. always like i guess i keep doing it because of them you know because if it was like zero likes and zero like comments i'd be like you'd be like i'm I, done I switch it up, yeah. huh? <laughs> have you ever had any copyright issues with posting those yeah, 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 I have. Okay. You know, like, and I've kind of, like, found different ways to, like, get around it. Just, like. Right. Like, more dude, and more lately, I've been posting videos. Yeah, dude. And it's just been, like, taken down, taken down, taken yeah. down. Instagram all the time and Twitter. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't post anything anymore. If you're going to post something, shout out to DJs. Like, here's a word of advice. Just, like, do something, con- con- like, constantly, like, while you're, like. Like on the tables, you know, don't, right. don't let the song play out for like five, ten seconds, you know? Like, Yeah. Is that the trick? <laughs> you I noticed. think that's the trick, you know, just kind of like do something over it so like it doesn't get picked up, you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I know anyone where I'm just playing a song, like most of the time it's just like, your video's been taken down. Yeah, I'm dude. like, oh, thanks. You're like, man, I was like playing that jam at the club and it looks so know. dope. And it's like, oh, nope, taken down by Instagram. I know. I wish they just had some weird method where, because now you can add songs to the reels and to the videos, like legally, kind of like TikTok does. I wish they had a system that could identify the song and instead of telling you it's illegal, just switch it to their system where they're paying for the song or something. Yeah. Kind of like how YouTube does that. They probably don't want to because it sounds like crap or something. (laughs) You know, they want it to sound like the fool. Yeah. You know, like the. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, well, um, well, another thing, like, I wanted to talk about was you, you know, within these videos and beat source and everything, is you did a video um, for Death Row. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, growing up in L.A., we're, I mean, I listened to The Chronic and every West oh, Coast yeah. album my whole life growing up. And Death Row Records is such a part yeah. of, of my life growing up. And... Um, Beat Source created or partnered with them and made this bag. And there's a contest going on where DJs can enter uh, the contest using the Death Row tracks. And you did a video for that. So do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, shout out to Jetpack uh, Bags and um, Death Row Records and Beat Source. Oh, actually, we have the bag, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's sitting back there. We got the amazing Vlats over here bringing it in. Shout out to Vlats. (laughs) It's a beautiful um, bag, by the way, man. Here we go for you visual podcasters. Here's the box. I'm saying, look at this. This is dope on the box. Like, even the box is dope. Look at that. It's oh, like yeah, the yeah there you go. Thing. <laughs> it looks like it's like part of the, um, got the 30 years of death row. Yeah, yeah, super ill. So, so yeah, people can win this if they enter the contest. Um, 
the bag is like the attention to detail, super dope, and the inside is uh, look at this, look at this lining. Okay, I'm like on a home shopping network here, people. <laughs> look at this amazing lining, modeling it. It's bulletproof. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. But <laughs> it, that would be really dope, definitely. Yeah, right. <laughs> so if someone tries to shoot you in the back, it's uh, a beautiful bag, man. But yeah, it's really dope. So yeah, shout to Jetpack, Death Row, Pete Source. So if people want to win the bag. Uh, enter the contest and also go check out your video. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so death row, like you said, man, like you know, like so cool. I can't imagine like childhood and like my teenage years without like, death row records. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. When uh, Style sent me up to like put this video together to promote the contest, I'm like, yes, count me <laughs> in. Like, no brainer. Like that's my lane right there. Like a West Coast right. kid. You know what I mean? So yeah. Shout out to uh, death row and uh, Jetpack. Um, put this beautiful bag together. Yeah, and if you're a DJ, man, like. You like the the West Coast stuff and the Death Row Records catalog? Like, put a two to three minute video together, a set, and um, hey, you can win it back. Yeah, come on! You've heard us talking about entering contests, so now's your chance. Yeah, man, <laughs> do it. You never know what's gonna happen. Do it, man. Um, I don't think Suge Knight will come to your house. No, no, no. Suge's got your back. <laughs> <laughs> um, dope, dope. So yeah, I mean, and and about the videos, like. They're very intricate. Like I've watched your videos for a while, and I've seen I've seen what I from what I think you tell me if I'm wrong. Like you changed cameras or maybe upgraded cameras over mm -hmm. time. You experimented with more wide angles, yeah. more GoPro, more yeah. close up, and you've got the up top angles. Like, how do you do it? Can you describe your process of making the YouTube videos or the yeah uh, any yeah, kind yeah, of videos? Yeah. So yeah, like so I start off. Um, like I said earlier, like I go through like the catalog of like 20 years ago, like what was out. So I just kind of started doing the brainstorming process. And once I get the set down and I like, you know, go through beat source and like get some edits done yeah. and stuff like, then I start practicing the set. And then, um, yeah. So like, it's, it's more of a process of just like practicing the, the set. Right. You know, like I, I'm not that good to just like, okay, like let me just do it. You know, like I got to like practice it a few times. All right. Like get <laughs> it to sound clean. Yeah. I'm so critical of myself. So I'm like, all right, it's got to sound like good. You know, I can't like turn in some garbage, you know? Yeah. So I practice like, like a few hours, you know, until I feel like it's like, okay, like I feel like I have it down. Like, right. If I were to perform this in front of people. And you like, do it one take or you edit it together. If you no, need? no, no. I, I like the final thing is like one take. Okay. But I, sometimes it takes me like, several takes to get to that like oh, good I take know. you know i showed I mean? someone a video of something i did the other day and they're like how'd you do that i'm like this is like the 48th <laughs> try <laughs> no, yeah yeah <laughs> but like that final the final uh, product that i send over to beat source um uh, yeah it is one take you know like yeah i don't like to like so, go back and like but you I, have I'm, not, I'm not that good at editing video you know i'm like it would look right it's ridiculous, hard you, you know? need flats so, you need flats yeah, to yeah. <laughs> but it, but you have those multiple angles so like, yeah. i like how you'll switch yeah. to the top view the forward the side one time i even like had this like little clip that clipped onto like my my shirt nice so i got that like, like over uh, like, okay. top like right I in like front that. of me angle and like the corner angles and like the over the top like I like to switch it up from time right. to time, you know? And then you edit the video, what you put all the different angles in and then uh, no, the audio? No, oh. no, no. I send, like, so I'll send, like, the different angles to uh to the guys, um, oh. and then they, like, kind of go in there and, like, edit it together. Oh, okay. Yeah. You do, Vlats does it or no? Uh, no, I think it's uh, Sam. Oh. Uh, Sam from the UK that does it. Oh, Sam. Yeah, yeah, It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's dope. Yeah. Um, he's not, he's no Vlats, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, Sam, Sam's a man. Sam, man. Sam is dope. He's oh, a, yeah. uh, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Dope, dope, uh, obviously, editor and all that. I mean, he's yeah, a talented yeah. dude. Um, and um, I've even seen him DJ some weird 
oh, weird really? sets. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, really? I haven't <laughs> seen those James. sets yet. I think it was a joke, or I don't know what it was. But <laughs> he's year. out there, man, like doing like football games. And oh like, my god, like, yeah, so dope! I saw that the huge football, and then he he made a promo that got showed to like yeah, eighty something dude, thousand dude, people a couple days ago. That's crazy. No, he he's he's really dope, dude. I, I like him. That's so cool. Okay, so yeah, those. I was wondering if you edited the video part too. No, I need to learn. I need okay, to learn. Good if to you, know. If you, if you have any tips, man? Let me know. No, I'm, I was I'm so basic. I was like, it. I need to learn because I was watching your thing. So. <laughs> No, I got I I get help from these guys too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've been learning. I I made a little edit of the little John uh, video just to kind of like for fun in my house yeah, to, yeah. to learn Final Cut and chop yeah. it up. Um, but no, that's not my not my specialty. But but it, it's good to like like step out of your comfort zone and like learn for sure. You know, like yeah. Even like when it comes to like graphics and stuff, I'm like I try to yeah. do some things on my phone. Sometimes I'm like it's not like anything yeah. like close to like what I would pay some someone for. But like right. I'm like if. I had to make something I could, you know, yeah. it's always cool to like, just have like a couple of things under your belt, you know? Yeah. And I think video editing goes hand in hand a bit with audio editing yeah. and DJing and the same sensibilities that we bring exactly. to the table and the way you're doing these radio shows, like you said, yeah, uh, yeah. it's the same thing. It's just a whole new art and a whole new thing you got to learn yeah. and a whole new program. That's the other thing. I, this, just, the idea is the same, you know, it's like, there's, it's so complex. Yeah. It's like going through final cut. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Options. A whole nother beast right there. Yeah, totally. Um, how did you get so good at scratching? Like, I know you said those oh, were your man. inspirations, but like, did you just practice every day all the time? Thank you. But you know, and, and just for the record, like I have a long way to go. Like I have some buddies that like, shout out to my boy C's. Like when I watch him, like he's just my, my buddy, you know, he does bars, he does like different gigs. Right. Um, but he's such a beast with it. I'm like, bro, like I gotta like, I, I got yeah. a lot of work to do, you know? Right. But no, nah, I mean, I just got good by like, you know, people ask me sometimes, like, yo, like, how do you do this scratch? I'm like, and I try not to sound like an asshole, you know, because I'm like, I don't know how to, like, really teach it. You know what I, I mean? Know. I'm like, I just kind of, like, do it. You know, like, over time, sometimes I even learn things by accident and just kind of, like, trying something different. Yeah. And it just kind of, like, came together and I did it. Yeah. But it's so hard for me to, like, like kind of show someone, you know? It's so true. Yeah. I, that's, that's just how it worked for me, you know? I know, I know some guys like to, like, watch videos of like djs like showing like how to do a scratch i'm like yeah. I, I can't really like do that you know i gotta just like same it's, like, it's almost like because we've been doing it too long or something and we're like yeah. stuck in our habits because same i try to learn these new scratches through their scientific method of like oh one I, I click back yeah, forth that, and it does not make sense in my brain but then the things i do I can't explain because yeah. it was just me messing around in my room till, like you said, yeah. I finally created the sound I had heard like DJ Premier do. Right. And then I was like, oh, how did I do it? And I kept practicing. And it was like the muscle memory in my hand made it happen. But I can't go back and learn some of the other ones yeah, or like, explain it. Yeah, it's it's so crazy that like sometimes it's hard to explain it. But right. I tell people, I'm like, dude, just, just stay on beat and just mess around. Like just literally go in there and like try different things. Totally. And eventually you're going to like come out with a chirp. Yeah. Or like a transform, sure. you know, or like a crab, you know, like whatever yeah. scratches you're trying to do. Like eventually, like if you just kind of mess around and as long as you're on beat, you got that flow, like you'll get something you know, yeah. that comes out, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's just endless. Pr I know. That's why people are like, what do you recommend for this? And I'm like, okay, we'll do this for 10 years and then go. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I mean, that's what I did. Yeah. Like I literally yeah. did a thing for 10 years before I did that thing. They're like. I can't do that. It's like, well, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like anything else, you got to, I mean. It's I, different for everybody, you know, then, then, then you, you probably have a guest next week that says like, 
oh yeah, I, I learned by watching all these videos or totally, you know, so it's different for everybody. And that's the thing I try to tell DJs is like, like, I feel like with social media, there's always like people that try to tell you like, this is how it's supposed to be done. Right. You know, and like, like don't listen to no. like, there's different ways to do stuff. Like with DJing, like, yeah, there's like a proper way to like blend two records together and like you got bars and like the chorus and all that. Like, but other than that, like, have fun with it like there's really like no like rule book yeah to like do things you know so like you can do things your way you know what i mean like just yep. as long as you're having fun with it and it doesn't sound like like garbage like right have have fun yeah do it your way you know true true yeah and what about like the sports world stuff we were talking about like djing um you mentioned that you're now doing the ucla football games yeah. which are huge right yeah, yeah, i yeah. mean massive stadium yeah at the rose bowl yeah oh that's I mean, talk about an L.A. institution and yeah, something that we man. grew up right. seeing on TV from parades to, you know, the yeah. swap meet thing to the you know yeah. flea market, whatever, like to just the Rose Bowl is iconic. Up, you know, I grew like, up going to like soccer games at the Rose Bowl, you know, how like dope going is to that? watch now Mexico you're DJing in there. Like it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like shout out to my boy Los who got me in there, man. Like it's crazy. You know, like I started doing this past season and like my first game, I was like, man, like. Good luck to me, you know, good luck to me. Like, I kind of, like, learned some stuff. I took some notes from Los, but but when it, he passed it down to me, I'm like, it's it's all me. I got to figure this Why out. Why did he – is he doing something else? He, he just got so busy with other, like, like he does, like, stuff like Vic, you know, as well. Like, he right. does, like, st stuff for the Kings, stuff for the Galaxy, yeah. stuff for um, so much. UCLA basketball. So it's like, you know, they, they kind of get to a point where they're like, yo, like, can you do this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they trust me, so – so yeah. what's that like? What it, have you learned crazy. from that? Yeah, what, so what's like, the experience been like? It's you got to be on your toes, man. Like, right. And I'm I'm glad that I know football. You know. Yeah. Like I really don't have a team. I didn't grow up with a team because we didn't we didn't have a team out here in LA for forever. You know, for twenty right. something years. But I love the sport. So like, when like it's a first down and I gotta hit like a certain element, like I know when it's a first down or when it's a third down and I gotta hit this other song, like. I know these things, you know, so it helps that, like, I know the sport very well, you know? And you have specific songs that are, like, approved by the team exactly. and the organization. You know, like, there's, like, a part, like, in the third quarter, like, where there's, like, a video that's counting down, and, like, at, at a certain time, I got to, like, throw in California Love by Tupac. Okay. And then, like, when I hit that, it's got to be, like, right at, like, at a, at a certain second, like, like with zero, eight seconds left. And I got to hit it at that certain time because when I do that, it's a cue for the light guys to like turn on, turn off the lights and like set off this like, in, like big show. So it's wow. like, it's a big deal. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the things that I fire off, it's like, it's more than just like DJ and playing songs. It's like certain elements that I play like out of my, my laptop and my sampler, you know? So right. yeah, it's a different world, man. And I love it. You know, I love sports. I love DJing. So it's like bringing those two worlds together. It's like, that's dope. very cool. For, That's know? so cool. Yeah, yeah. And you do the chargers game sometimes. Too. I do the chargers games right there. I do the suites. So oh. Vic, Vic one does a stadium. Oh, so Vic one's the one doing the whole he, stadium. He does the stadium sound. You're doing the suites. I'm doing the suites. So I'm playing like for like the people in the suites and like, Oh, I didn't realize so, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and are you broadcasted inside of the suites that people can just turn it on and off if they want? Or? No, no, no. It's like they, they set up a like PA a, system and like, oh. so I'm there playing music while they're in there at the bar, oh, like dope. grabbing drinks and stuff. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, it's it's a good vibe. It's like everyone's in their party and like and then as soon as the game starts, like they turn me down and then like it's all Vic one at that point. Oh, you know? I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you're the pre party. Yeah, yeah. But it's dope, man. Like it's dumb to, it's dope to be at SoFi and just kinda I like I haven't even been there yet. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful stadium. It's it's so big though. You know, so <laughs> like if you go over there like 
be ready to walk and like go up to like different elevators it's so confusing but oh my god it's a beautiful stadium once you're in there man yeah yeah dope that's so cool um all right cool i wasn't sure i wasn't sure if you were filling in for vic and doing the main thing or that's cool to know you're doing the suites and doing the suites yeah it's 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 a dope like something different you know what i mean it's different than like the clubs like nowadays i kind of prefer like doing more like daytime things like that so i know it's a different world you know but I'm all for it, man. Yeah, you know? I know. I love that there's more daytime and other things for DJs now. It's not yeah, just yeah. all night. Because you, know, you know how it is. It's like yeah. getting home at 4 a.m. Like, we're getting older, you know? So it's like, you know, like, kind of like, you know, we feel it the next day, yes. you know? Yeah, we I have know. a few drinks, too. It's like, you know, it's it's kind of yeah. hard to, like, function the next day, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I dude. feel you. Um, well, so I had a few other questions. I know we were asking some stuff, but now I'm going to get into the really hard-hitting questions here. Um, I wanted to, I know, you, like we've said, you're a major sports fan. You're into all this stuff. How do you feel about Staples Center changing the name <laughs> to uh, Crypto.com Arena? Bro, Such a great uh, new name. <laughs> you know, t- what was it, 21, 22 years of Staples Center? It's like... I get it, you know, like we don't really see staples stores anymore. Like, you know, it's time to renew the contract and like right. You it's know. a change of the guard. Yeah, it's like what's going, going on. It's right almost now. like it's it represents so much of what's happening because staples is like you buy paper and crypto exactly. is like you buy the digital. So exactly. it's like from yeah. from a paper dollar bill to the crypto coin. Yeah, you know? but 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 <laughs> yeah, it totally makes sense but of like where the world's at right nowadays. So I'm like, it's called Staples Center, okay? Why is it not called Crypto Center? Just keep the center. Right. That kind of goes together with Crypto the CC, doc, It right? doesn't flow, you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't. But I guess they got what they wanted. Everyone's talking about Crypto.com now. It's yeah. the biggest thing in the news. So many people bought their coin that I heard they made more money off people buying their crypto coin than they had to pay for the damn name Man, or already or something. That like, is so crazy. Who knows? I still don't understand that whole world of cryptocurrency and all that. Oh, I man. need to learn it, but... It's, but yeah, like I, I actually tweeted the other day. I'm like, I don't think I ever see myself like saying like, oh, I'm going to a crypto.com arena, you know, like <laughs> I think I'll just always call it Staples Center, you know? I know. But it's funny know. because on one hand, people are upset that it, it's not going to be called, named after a office supply store right, anymore. Right, right. But it's also like we, it got so ingrained in our name. It doesn't even mean Staples, the store anymore. Exactly. Just like Staples Center. It's like just you, like what we're so used to. Like, saying, Yeah, you, know? you associate it with just like. LA, you know, so yeah, and there's so much to it. You know, if you're a Laker fan, like obviously the Kings and the Clippers play there too, you know, yeah, but it's just you think of the Lakers, you think of Staples Center, you know, obviously back then it was a forum before that, but I mean, it's Staples and like Kobe and like they won so many titles there. It's just like Staples Center, that's what we know, like, like we can't change the name of it. And Clippers are going to get their own uh, spot yeah, their own arena with another it. weird name, but at least yeah. sounds better. It's like Intuit Dome, which also is like, what the hell is that? Uh, yeah. But the fact they've called it a dome just sounds cool. That's the thing, don't you, like, crypto.com it's like, arena? It's like, just today I finally found out what SoFi is. You know, SoFi Stadium? I'm like, is it, is for, it the for bank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the investment yeah, company like from financial like Hong stuff. Kong? Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie, for a while I was like, oh, I don't even know what SoFi is. You I know. know. But now I do, so it's like. Right, it's like the investment bank. is working. You know? yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's just funny all the spots in LA and everywhere are just renamed to all these weird, weird. Yeah, names. yeah, yeah. And I get it. You know, money plays a big right. factor. But so. they don't do it in New York, right? I, don't know, I think I mean, about it. it. Ma- still Madison just Square, Yankee Stadium, Madison Square Garden. Oh, you're like, right. New York's like, fuck you. We're <laughs> yeah, like at least the, the big, the bigger teams. I mean, right? I don't know. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, like. 
is it still just those like even like like Chicago? It's like Wrigley Field. Right? Yeah, you know? I think. Yeah, Wrigley Field. So it's like it's cool to hear when there's well, like it's a Dodger Stadium. So they're yeah, they're the last Dodger one standing. Stadium, but What's hey, it gonna be? Hey, they better not bust out with like some like <laughs> NFT.com or I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be NFT Stadium. You have no, to own an NFT to get in. It better not. Like, <laughs> we give them the idea. Like, <laughs> let's take that out. <laughs> <laughs> We're editing that. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. All right. Okay. Another question. I got some of these off your Twitter. If you can't tell, uh, I saw you had added. You had asked online if people had tried the hot Cheeto wings. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you tried them? Well, I think I was watching like the Raider game or something, <laughs> and then like. Did you ever try them? No, me either. No, like okay, but I would. I would too. Like even though, like <laughs> me and my wife were like, that's like, you know, that's gonna send you to the bathroom like right away. No, like, it looks horrible. And but I, 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 would, I would try, try it. it just because I love all spicy food. I grew right. up like eating like spiciest salsas. Like my mom like always made so. Ooh, I'm down to good. try it. I know it's gonna make me sick. It's gonna send me like to the toilet. But <laughs> I'm down to like at least try them. You know. Okay. It's like it looks so bad, but like so good at the something same time. I don't. I, there's something about it. You I know? know. I know. Okay. So you haven't tried it. Anyone that's tried it, please hit us up. Let us know. Let Give us, us know a review. Those hot Cheetos yeah. wings from um, Applebee's. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also said. I also saw you say uh, that you miss the days artists drop their music and albums on Tuesdays. Yeah. And I just was talking about that. And I'm like, what happened to that? Like, they just switched yeah. to Friday. Because, number one, just from a DJ perspective, give us the week to digest right. the music and learn how to drop it properly in our sets exactly. in the weekend. Exactly. Rather than I'm downloading it Friday morning and I'm trying to figure out how to mix it in. Like, I could do your song. It would do, you know, way more justice if you just yeah, give me a few days. As, as a, and give everybody the week, to the radio people to play it, the people in their cars to listen, then the weekend, the ready to party. Why put it out on the Friday and then nobody knows, you know? Yeah, it's like Friday's just an awkward day. Everyone's like kind of checked out from right. like everything, you know? So it's What's like- What's the reasoning behind that? Everyone's like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving work. I'm going home. I'm going yeah. out of town or whatever. And like, you kind of like forget about what, what dropped. Sometimes you know? I forget. Like I'll go back Sunday when I'm getting back in town or Monday and I'm like, oh yeah, it was New Music Friday. Yeah. It's like I would much rather and, have and New Music Tuesday. Or why do they all have to do the same day? I'm sure there's a reason, but like yeah. why can't they just do whatever they want? But I do miss Tuesdays. Like, Me too. Exactly. It's like you have the whole week to digest the, the song yeah. and then the as the DJ, the weekend comes and you're like, all right, I already heard it like 30 billion yeah. times on the radio. Like, I know where the chorus is. Right. I know how to, like, flip it or Exactly. Whatever, You're you know? not, like, You're you like, know, uh, way too sexy. Mixing out of it, like, all, like, in a No friends in the place. industry or, you know, where they have those weird break or, like, Future only does three bars. And then you're like, what am I? I'm trying to, I'm at the club trying to play the new Drake, and they're putting in these weird timings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you guys. <laughs> That's exactly why I brought it up. Is is when Drake dropped uh, his new his latest yeah, album. You both know? of them, way too sexy, and no friends in the industry. Yes, I have weird timings on mm -hmm. on a couple parts of it where I'm like in the club. And I'm like, oh great, I just look like an idiot because yeah, I just dropped like it on the wrong. a song that dips out and it's just kind of quiet and yeah. it's awkward. <laughs> but yeah, I said it because um yeah Drake's album came out like super like last minute on yeah. that Friday, and then I'm like, oh now I gotta like. Go back and like go through my radio mixes and like program this song into exactly. Yeah, I'm like, come on, guys. I love you, Drake, but I freaking give us hated the Tuesday you and your Drake. You can do whatever you want. Do it on a Monday, right? There must be some reasoning. Yeah, there's a reason, like a sure. scientific data. Yeah, thing that's been figured out they're by like, they're like people. People get paid on Friday, so they have money to buy it. <laughs> I guess they get paid Friday. <laughs> they can keep streaming it. You're right. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Okay. Well, those are some good. Um, 
things that's found on your Twitter uh, page. I wanted to discuss. Oh, and I saw you retweeted something I wrote over the summer that was, what is the most annoying, what are some of the most annoying things people say to DJs? You retweeted it and you just said, change it, which is the, so, when people give you that yeah. cut the neck or oh the flowing forwards hands or the thumbs so down. Annoying. I want to like kill the, <laughs> I've never I been so annoyed. <laughs> it's like, how, like, don't do that. You know what I mean? Don't yes. show me. Don't do the the hand movement to me. You okay? know who's the worst at that is teenagers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I the entitlement. I've done some like grad nights over the years, uh, like at right. Universal Studios. And they think they know everything. That. Yes, they feel so entitled. You know, and I get it. You know, we've all been through that stage when right. You know, we're we're kids like, and we think on. we know it all. But yeah, like they're brutal. Like I once was DJing at Universal Studios grad night, and I think it was like a group of students from the Bay Area. So first of all, they wanted a lot of like that Bay Area sound, you know? Right, of course. So being in LA, you kind of know it, but you don't know exactly everything they're listening to back home, yeah. yeah? So I'm playing the set, and, like, the kids are, like, having a good time for the most part. They're all dancing. And then there's, like, this group of, like, 10 kids in the front just, like, staring at me. And, like, I, I guess I played a song that they didn't like, but, I mean, the rest of the kids were dancing, so I'm like, what's going on? And then this girl in the front is just like, change it, change it, like, with her, like, spinning her finger, like, change it, like, hurry up. And I'm just like, I kind of just gave her a look, and I'm like, no. I, I didn't change it. I'm like, I'm not going to change it for you. Like, they're still dancing, you know. But I wish I had like a trap door button. I could be like, bro, that's like the most anybody that thing. does a hand movement just get yeah, like a slide right out like of the club. Six feet under. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but get out. That's like the most annoying thing you can. So annoying to me, you know. Like change it, you know. It's like change it. Like come on. Yeah, it's like it's probably change, more annoying. Change than, your attitude. How about that? Yeah, it's like, dude, like. Who raised you? you know? Yeah. Like, I would never say that to anyone. I would never say that to yeah, anyone in, ev- so in any situation ever, no matter what. And I, I get it. You're a kid. You know, I get yeah. it. Like, I'm not, it didn't ruin my day or anything like that. But right. It's just but still, annoying, as a you know? kid, I would never do it. But yeah. yeah, but I mean, and we deal with the drunkest people and all that. But yeah, people are, even this weekend, man, I had a cool gig and great place. So much fun. But damn, the pe- amount of people that came up to me, the, the, the DJ that played before me, right before he got off was like happy birthday to this person and it was like that started the fire of oh. everyone in the whole club kind of, happy birthday to this person this 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 i'm like jesus christ and then can you play this song and this and this and i'm like oh my once god you, once you do one you got to do yeah. like like 20 more throughout the night it was you know? a lot a lot yeah um but yeah so i was like happy birthday to everybody and i'm never saying it again yeah. goodbye you're like good um, luck all right, well, shoot. Uh, let's see. We've been talking for a minute, but I want to hit up uh, some of the questions from the internet uh, that people asked you. So um, we had JQ. Uh, he's he's big supporter, part of the fam. The homie, yeah. yeah, the homie, dope yeah, DJ, yeah. always yeah, writing yeah. in good questions. He said, ask him when he's going to come over to bless the tables and the pupusas. Uh, <laughs> also, what's his favorite West Coast song? So. He wants you to DJ and eat. I mean, that's amazing. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> and what's your favorite West Coast song? So you already uh, know, bro. Come on, just make that phone call. We're there. Yeah, let's go. Um, favorite West Coast song? I don't think I have like necessarily a favorite. Right. But it, it's definitely something DJ Quick. Okay. You know, I, I don't know Quick's why. Just like, the West DJ Coast Quick sound. is just yeah. like when it comes to the West Coast and like everyone loves Pac. So do I. Like you yeah. know, like the Snoops, the Dre's, you know, um, E40s, right. but. Yeah. For some reason, like, I always just connected to, like, Quick's music. The sound, just, like, his production. Yeah. It just sounded a little more different than everything that was out at the time, you know? Yeah. It just sounded more, like, had more soul to it. In yeah. A sense. Soul, funk. Right? It's in there, 100%. And everything was, like, very, like, 
you just had that process of recording everything like with like real instruments and stuff. So I always just gravitated more towards like quicks, like production. So it's got to be something DJ quick for sure. Okay. You know, I, I don't, I don't have a song, but for sure quick. Right. Um, all right. Let's see. Next method, next method, next question. And actually you might not be able to answer this. So let's see. Cause it was okay, something okay. we said is hard to, for us to both explain. Um, also, I don't know how to say your name person. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. I think it's dot. Die five oh my di five oh my, uh, what is a solid method to unlocking extreme record control when scratching? <laughs> oh man! So we said it's hard for us to describe. Yeah, scratching. yeah, we're, you're asking the wrong now. Wrong <laughs> um, you know what? Um, just like don't put too much pressure on the record. You know right. what I mean? Like. And it depends what you're using too. If you're using a controller, like I have a controller too that I use at some of my gigs, I gotta like barely like touch it because yeah. if I put too much pressure on it, then it kind of just drags. Right. So it just depends on what you're using, but you know, just keep messing with whatever you're using, and um, you you'll get it. You know. Yeah. You'll get it. Yeah, I agree. It depends what you're using at this point, and and it's the, having that light hand touch that's enough yeah. pressure and, and it's like with serato sometimes you have those warped records so it's right. like it just depends on what you're using yeah totally yeah um i uh all right let's see west coast dave thoughts on phase versus needles shout out to the homie dave it's the homie right there um i was against phase when it first like came out uh -huh. i used it a few times at, at some gigs like the opening dj uh shout out to also like he would let me use it just to like try it out and i'm like you know what like I don't like this. Like sometimes releasing the record, like it would just kind of drag like, I'm like, dude, right. like it's like messing with my head, you know, yeah, like, I don't totally. like that. You know, it's like when I release a track, it's supposed to like land on beat and it's making me sound like kind of like sloppy, but I didn't like it at first, but exactly a year ago there was a black Friday sale and I'm like, you know what? It's on sale. It's a hundred dollars off. Let me, let me give myself a, a pair of phase, you know? Right. So ever since I just been rocking with it, like, there was a few bug fixes that they fixed like over time. And like, now I'm like, I haven't like put my needles in there for like a year. You know? I know. Same. I love it now. I use yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, lo I love it. Um, there's still a few things that like make me nervous about it, that it's like running through USB, but at the end of the day, it's like, so it's messed, up, it's messed <laughs> up on me like once or twice yeah. and over like so many gigs, like in the past. It's pretty solid. Now yeah. yeah with the new solid. thing and the wireless. I recommend it, you know, yeah. give, give, give it a try. It's me too. It's like rocking a controller or like some CDJs. It's like, but it's on vinyl. So it has even a, a better feel, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's see what else. Uh, we had a few others. Some of them kind of, we answered it through the, the show. So hopefully you guys got your answers, uh, through the show. Um, but, um, let's see DJ lifestyle official. What's your, what was your first DJ setup? My first DJ setup, shout out to my mom. When I turned 15, she bought me a, a new mark, a belt and drive turntable, $100. And uh, Stanton, was it Stanton or Newmark? Stanton, $40 mixer. Oh, like wow. The worst mixer ever. I didn't even know I needed a mixer. Like, that's all <laughs> bad. I Like, that's all ignorant I was when I first wanted to, like, get my turntable set up or whatever. Right. The guy at, at the, it, it was this one store in Santa Ana called uh, Mars Music. He's like, oh, you're not going to get a mixer? I'm like, uh, do I need one? He's like, yeah, kind of. You kind of do. I'm like, all right, mom, can I get a mixer too? She's like, all right, fine. So, yeah, it was a, a Newmark belt drive turntable. Yeah. And a Stanton, like, two-channel, like, 
little like skinny like mixer. Right. $140 setup, yeah. Wow. Um, all right, DJ Details. How have things changed or stayed the same in radio over the years from your perspective? Um, It's definitely more strict with the programming. Like, um, There's so much competition when it comes to radio, especially in L.A. There's so many stations out there, like, you know, so there's a lot of, like, money that comes into it with, like, the advertisements and, like, keeping the listeners tuned in. So, like, you know, we got to, like, play the hits more than ever, you know? Yeah. As opposed to, like, 13 years when I, 13 years ago when I first started, it was right. more, like, freedom to, like, play, like, like a record that I like that I wanted to play. I, I, I had that freedom to just kind of, like, okay, yeah. like, there's this new Young Jeezy that came out that, like, I like and right. I feel like could become a hit. There's less of that. So, yeah, that's those are the differences yeah. like, in radio nowadays. That know? makes sense. Yeah. Um, dope. Well, uh, you got any uh, last words of advice for the listeners out there before we get out of there? Anything you want to promote? Or yeah, I like mean, that? I, I probably said this a billion times, but, like, sometimes, like, they'll ask me, like, yo, some words of advice for DJs, yeah. like, up-and-coming DJs, like, have fun with it, you know, fall in love with the craft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't get so, like, wrapped up in, like, Oh, I want to DJ there. I want to like, you know, I see this DJ doing this. Like, mm-hmm. like nah, like, yes, that's going to come eventually. But like really learn the craft, like study, like some dope DJs that came before you, like study, like the, even if you're not on turntables, like kind of just learn the history, you know, like, cause it's an art form, you know, and a lot right. of like DJs like pave the way for it to be what it is nowadays. So just study it and like appreciate it. And uh, learn the craft, fall in love with, like, your sets and, like, your tricks and all that. And the rest will come, you know. Once you, like, become, like, a decent, like, DJ, like, the gigs, the, the opportunities, all of that's going to fall into place, yeah. you know. That's so, great advice. I mean, yeah. it's just like anything else. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about all the other things. Yeah. And comparing yourself, just fall in love with the craft. Do things for the right reasons, right. and everything will fall into place. Exactly. So I think that's great advice. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, DJ Fuse, thank you for coming on the podcast. Spider Man, thank you for having me. Give it up. <laughs> yeah, man. Appreciate it. I and, appreciate uh, it, dude. I was thinking, uh, we haven't done this, uh, and if this may be edited out of the podcast, guys, we don't know. But um, <laughs> we're going to try to maybe have a scratch session at the end. We've never done all this right, before, right. but you're into scratching. I love scratching, so uh, we might head over there. But yeah, before we do that, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you, man. It's, it's an sh- honor, like I said. Like yeah. It's an honor to be here. Like, thank you. Yeah. yeah I appreciate it. And I yeah. can't wait for everyone to listen, you know? Same, same, man. Yeah. So appreciate it. Keep, keep doing it. Keep inspiring and doing all that. And, uh, and we'll, we'll hear you soon on the radio and all of your amazing stadium gigs and yeah, radio man. and all yeah. that. So hit me up on Instagram at DJ Fuse and let's connect, man. Like, okay, let's, perfect. Let's be friends. Yeah. So what, what's all your social media? Just so make sure they Oh uh, yeah. So Twitter at DJ Fuse LA okay. on Instagram at DJ Fuse. Okay. Facebook at DJ Fuse. Um, I'm not on TikTok, but but yeah, hit me up, man. You should be. <laughs> I should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should because a lot of people are uh, with your styles doing your kind of yes. videos are killing it on there. So there it is. I, I think I you need. really should. It takes a minute, I think, to to. That's the most discouraging site <laughs> of yep. getting the two likes and being like, should I be doing yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. But I think there's some level where you can just push through it and then it'll start building. I'm always you know? like late on everything, you know, like yeah. I was late on phase. I, I was think late you would on kill Serato. it on TikTok. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So I got to get on, you know, it's like, it's, you could even about break your routines down where just literally 
do a word. You know what I've never seen anyone do on TikTok is wordplay. Everyone does the this is the sample. Uh, how these are the top five songs. Oh. Or I've never seen someone do wordplay and explain it. And we'll start doing that. And I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to like credit you, you should, for that because <laughs> if it becomes I, a you hit. know what I mean. There's everyone's finding their little things with the DJing. Like this is this. This is this old. So this is Little John and Sweetie or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen anyone do, and you're very good at the wordplay and the, even with the Kobe and all the different ways of connecting it. So that could be a cool thing. Hey. And I think because it, it has to have that element of entertainment, education, and all that to, yeah, to yeah, go yeah. on there, I feel like. So, hey, I'm going to do Just it. My, I'm going to do my it. Thought. I'm going to do it. And uh, I, I got to give you props already because <laughs> if it becomes a hit, like. I think it will. I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. will. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, shit. Thank you for coming on. Thanks and again, uh, we'll see you soon. All right, appreciate peace. it, bro. Later. All right, thank you, DJ Fuse, for coming on the show. Um, I really appreciate it. I got so much out of hearing all your stories, and I think it's going to inspire a lot of people. Um, please, everyone, go follow him. And thank you guys, the Beat Sorcerers, for listening. Hit me on Instagram, at DJ Spider, DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. Let me know what you think, any future guests you want on, any feedback you got for me. And make sure you rate and review the show on the Apple Podcast app. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen on Spotify, Apple, anywhere, and spread the word to your friends. The 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.